0: Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings Podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle Membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well cared for you. And now, join me for today's episode.
1: Welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, and I am in my living room today because my son and my husband just went to the gym, (laughs) and we have a new dog as well as our other dog. We have our our 11-year-old Chihuahua Dachshund Mix, who is 11 years old. She's awesome, but she's not like a real dog dog. (laughs) She's more like a cat um but we we just adopted this sweet sweet um dog and his name is Pirate and he's about 3 or 4 years old. And he's amazing. Um but he's hasn't been with us for like just more than 2 weeks now, a little less than 2 weeks and so he still gets a little bit sad when people leave the house. So usually I'm in my office when I'm recording my podcast, but now I'm in my living room because I don't want the dogs to start like barking. They're gonna be sad. And Pirate is right now, as I'm speaking, standing and looking at the front door, hoping that my son and my husband magically appear again. (laughs) So um, yeah, I am here. So please bear with me if you hear any barking or I might have to correct the doggies, but thank you so much. If this is your first time, welcome. This is Elena Lipson, and I have been a self-care coach for the last seven years and an intuitive mentor, and I'm the founder of the Divinely Aligned Circle, previously known as the Divine Self-Care Circle. Um, Before I hop into our topic today, which is making space for yourself in your own life, I want to remind you that we are in the final week of enrollment bonus, which I've never offered before. Oh, there goes one. Um, he'll be fine in a second here, <laughs> um, which is a half-day VIP day with me worth $5,000. And you, I'm going to choose three winners that can use the VIP day anytime in 2021, where you can use it to create intuitive business strategy, intuitive marketing, intuitive branding. If you want intuitive life coaching, um, I've been a coach for over 20 years, a life and a business coach. And yeah, you get to win. Not only do you get the amazing sisterhood and community and connections by joining the Divinely Aligned Circle, um, but you also get an opportunity to win a VIP day with me that you can use anytime in 2021 worth $5,000. So the only way you can be entered is by enrolling in the circle. You can find the link in the show notes to the podcast or in my bio of my Instagram page at Elena underscore Lipsyn. Okay. I hope to see you in the circle and I'll be, and I will be choosing the winners on the 14th of this month and then announcing them via email to whoever won. Maybe it'll be you. So I'm really excited. Okay. So making space for yourself in your own life is a topic that we talk about quite often in many different ways in the circle and with my clients. We have a three-step framework that we teach in the circle and the first step is declare the second step is align and the first, third step is amplify and each one of these pieces of my framework that we teach has several different aspects to it that we teach that go with um, assessments and some audits and core routines in your life and in your business to set up the systems that support you in being well and wealthy, because money brings freedom, money brings convenience, uh, wellness brings personal freedom and personal choice. And I'm not talking about being a certain weight or having a certain image or, you know, whatever any of that like sort of external stuff means. I do everything that I do and teach everything I teach from within inner knowing, inner trust, inner authority. So the declaring part, which is what we're talking about today, is really giving yourself permission to claim space in your life, on your calendar, in your family, in your desires, in your bank account, right? Taking up space. And when you start taking up space, you are forced to create preferences and discernments. And here goes my big pup, barking at very gently, though. Yeah, you're a good boy. You're a good boy. Um, so yeah, you'll hear me talking to the dogs here. <laughs> so this is like real life in my world right now. Um, just dealing with it, right? Going with uh, going with the flow, but not giving up my podcast. Like I want to come to you with this podcast every week, twice a week, because that's my commitment to myself and showing up for you. Um, so when you declare space in your life, you uh, several different things will happen. Hey, quiet, come on, quiet. Several things will happen. First of all, you are going to notice that the things you, are... oh my gosh, now they're both barking. Sorry, you guys. There's a little girl running by. Um, one... let <laughs> we'll see how far we get here. The first thing you'll notice is number one, you will no longer tolerate things in your life that you have been tolerating that no longer fit the space you want to take up. And that could be things in your home space that no longer bring you joy. They could be ways of being in certain relationships that you no longer want to tolerate and change. They could be in the, way you, in the way you express yourself. All right, come on. The way you express yourself in your creativity, where you want to start trying new things. So that's what can happen in your external space. In your internal space, or with other people in connection with your internal space, you might start noticing once you declare things that you want that other people get upset with that, (laughs) right? Like if you all of a sudden decide that, like the people in your house have to do their own laundry (laughs) or you decide that you're gonna start investing and getting some support in your home or in your business, right, you might start getting opinions from other people around you, especially those in intimate relationship with you. And I call that taking up space because you're making a bigger imprint in your own life. You're declaring that you are no longer willing to do all things to all people, for all people by yourself, right? Whether it's hiring someone to come and clean your home, whether it's hiring someone to come and uh, you know, paying a few extra dollars to have your groceries delivered, whether it's hiring an assistant, a personal assistant in your life or your business, that's all taking up space. It's taking up money from your family account from your business account to make life easier and more convenient for you and all of those are are totally against how we've been taught as women to be all things to all people at all costs to have an amazing dinner on the table to have a beautifully decorated home to have you know to be fit to be well dressed to have amazing like <laughs> all the stuff right that we as women We get sort of indoctrinated into being the superwoman, and you would think, like, oh, that's an outdated thing. I don't think so. (laughs) I still um, speak with a lot of women, and just from what I see out there, as well as my own clients, that there's still this sense of being the amazing mom who knows all things and how to fix all things. And, and, you know, um, there's like a guilt around it if you're not, how to be the sexy, sort of provocative partner in the bedroom how to have all your money shit together how to have like I guess like I said the dinner on the table like all that stuff right all the stuff besides having an amazing circle of ride or die friends that you're always spending time with and uh the perfect vacations plan for when we can please dear god travel again <laughs> right um so we, we still have this like Oh, and we have to be perfect spiritual beings too, right? We have to be like meditating all the time and journaling all the time. And I mean, come on. I mean, personally, I have two dear friends in the last year who are dealing with breast cancer who have had more stress in their lives than any one person like should have. And that's just the, like my little intimate circle, right? And how many other women do we know who are getting You know, ill and diagnoses and like just stuff happening where we're like, can we just remember that it's okay to rest? Can we just remember that it's okay to create space for ourselves in our lives, to take a bath in the middle of the day, to nap if you need to, to go for a walk, to just do nothing, to read a good book, to like really take time to be patient with ourselves and our own growth, to Let our house be messy if we need to, like take up freaking space, right? Not to constantly be bending and bending over and like just contorting ourselves into some version of ourselves that someone else thinks we should be, right? One other way that we diminish ourselves and we don't declare ourselves is we let other people's opinions, expectations, and approval lead us and guide us and shift us and change us. One of the master classes that I teach inside my circle is called the six false agreements that women make. And the big idea behind that is that we are living our lives based on other people, what other people think we should do. Getting approval from other people, getting permission from other people, asking other people for opinions, like, no, screw that, right? I think there's a time in our lives and I see younger and younger women getting it, which is awesome. Because for a lot of women, it takes decades to get this. When they're finally like fed up with living for other people, that they finally decide, wait a minute, I'm, I, I need to make time for me. And I'm suggesting we don't have to burn down our entire lives in order to make space for ourselves. That in fact, we can have this beautiful, fulfilling, rich life, complicated, messy, terrible, wonderful life. When we make time and space for ourselves, when we declare what we want, when we declare that we are leaving the house because it's our time to go and be out or whatever, right? Whatever version that version is for you. One of the first things I do with one-on-one clients is we do this really cool sort of self-care audit. <laughs> like we audit all the areas of the lo- of our lives, of your life, where we start to look at, you know, what what are the containers that you've been sacrificing in? Is it friendship? Is it wellness? Is it playfulness? Is it creativity? Is it money? Is it, what is it? What have you been holding back on? What have you been sacrificing? What have you been um, denying yourself because of other people's expectations and approval and needs, right? And I'm not suggesting that we stop doing for other people. I'm not suggesting that we stop being in relationship with other people Like I love, like for for me, I'm pretty independent. I rarely ask for opinions, but that's been a double-edged sword for me too because I've had to teach myself and learn how to ask for support. So I know this topic intimately, I remember my first boyfriend when I was younger, my teens, I remember him telling me like, wow, you're so understanding and you're so go with the flow and you're so like, you know, Oh, I used to think that was a great compliment. Wow, I'm so understanding and I'm so resilient and I just go with the flow and whatever bullshit you fling my way, I find a way <laughs> of saying, oh, I'm okay with that, no problem. Sure, you want to come an hour later, you want to like change plans at the last minute, you want to not show up. Sure, I am an understanding person. And that was like my flag that I would wave, you know? But I can see now, <laughs> the adult me can see now that I was just sort of begging for love. I was like, does it matter what you do? I'm still super amazing. And I will will be okay with whatever you do. And even if you come home with a hickey on your neck I will be turning a blind eye when you say it's just a bruise. (laughs) Like that actually happened, right? And I look back now and I'm like, what the hell was I thinking? And of course I know what I was thinking. I was thinking, don't take up space don't push back. If you get into an argument, then it might be over, right? Like somewhere along the way, I had this really misconstrued perception of what a relationship is, right? I did think that every argument was the last one. (laughs) And here's why, actually, because in my own life growing up, I never saw my parents argue. Like it all happened behind closed doors. (laughs) But then one day, when I was 16 years old, divorce happened. <laughs> like I was like, what the hell just happened? And I, it's because I was a younger sibling in the family, somehow they were able to like live life around me knowing that there was any friction or arguments or anything at all happening in my family. My sister knew she was older, but somewhere in my mind, I had learned that like an argument equals divorce. <laughs> Right? So when I was in my first relationship and it was a long-term relationship, five years, I got this idea embedded within me that every argument meant we're breaking up. I didn't know how to navigate space taking. I, na- I didn't know how to speak up. I mean, I did like as we got older together, <laughs> I learned. It's like wait a minute, I get to be angry and I get to say what I want to say and I get to do this, but I learned how to do that. Right? It wasn't super healthy <laughs> because I was like. I kind of went into the opposite mode of like being super forceful and like, you know, having arguments that were super heated. Um, But luckily I learned a lot of those lessons when I was young because I had a long-term relationship. But now with my husband, we've been together over 20 years now. Like I'm very, very confident in the fact that I can disagree. I can take up space. I can ask for what I need. And this has been a journey for us too, because in our first phase of our relationship, I still sort of had that like accommodating personality, right? I didn't, um, not being fully honest with myself caused me to say yes to things that then I would be a victim of, of my own making, right? It's a pattern I replayed in my own life many, many times because I was sort of afraid to take up space in the relationship and I could see that now. But now I'm like, yes to this no to that I became very discerning and I have no problem saying what I want when I want it how I want it and yes I can still be understanding and yes I can still be flexible go with the flow and all kinds of stuff but not at my own expense so I want to leave you with a few questions because I think we went like really deep really fast I just want you to take a deep breath like please take a deep breath in and out, I want to invite you to just ask yourself some questions. Ask yourself, this is one of the most transformational questions I ask myself is what am I not seeing in my own life? What am I not seeing? I think that's a really interesting, powerful journaling question. It's very simple. And it's going to allow you to like hear different things in your, in your consciousness, right? Where, and the second question is, what have I been tolerating in lieu of my own happiness? What have I been tolerating? And this can be, you can actually do it by section. You can do it like in your physical wellness, your emotional wellness, your relationships, your home? I love asking this question, right? Because it really helps you to see areas that are calling to you. And then the third question is, how much joy or attention or power am I willing to tolerate? And it's kind of asking the same question but from another direction because sometimes we think well if we have too much of this then i like we have too much um if i demand too much right if i demand too much joy or money or wealth or whatever happiness there's a part of you that starts to sort of see the consequences of that well if i ask for too much then i'm going to seem demanding or if i ask for you know more money for my clients, or if I ask for more time for myself, then I'll be seen as selfish, right? So where are you holding yourself back? How much joy can you tolerate? How much money can you tolerate before you start to pull yourself back from taking up space? These are all really good questions to ask yourself. And I believe that the more time you spend in inner reflection, and having these conversations and being around other women who are having these conversations, you start to transform, you start to shift, you start to open up to possibility, right? So whew, let's take another deep breath together. <laughs> I am so proud of you for being a listener here. And from, I say proud, like it's not coming from a condescending place at all, but I just know, I know that if you're listening, you're someone who is willing and open and ready to do the deep inner work. So when I say I'm proud of you, please, I don't want to be, I'm not being condescending. Like I'm proud of all women and myself included who declare what we want. Right. So I hope you continue this journey with me. Um, I can't believe the dogs just stayed quiet. In fact, they both fell asleep as I was talking. Um, okay, so my invitation to you is to answer those questions. Um, my invitation to you is also to listen to this podcast episode again, because knowing is not enough. Knowing and then embodying and then really declaring what you want is is of course the first part of the framework that I teach because we also have to align to what you want and then to amplify it out into the world. So this is step one. And if you know you're ready to go into a community of women who are like-spirited and like-minded and wanna do this work with us in the month to come, I would love to have you in the circle and maybe even have a VIP day with you. So who knows? If you have any questions please let me know if you've received some benefit or value from this episode or any other episodes i would humbly invite you to share to rate and review this podcast so that more people can get access to having this kind of conversation and very soon here i'll be adding some really amazing guests onto the podcast so if you are someone who wants to be interviewed on my podcast um, if you have a beautiful you know, book or offering or community that you want to promote, let me know. Um, I'm happy to have that conversation with you, but they'll be starting over the next several weeks. And I can't wait to bring you some amazing people doing incredible transformational work in the world. And every episode that's an interview is going to be um, kind of like a workshop style where we invite you to bring a pen and a journal and to really do the work. Because again, knowing is not enough. Knowing is just like step, point one, right? Knowing and reading a book is not the same as embodying and integrating and processing the information and then living it in a way that feels good to you. So thank you so, so much for being here. I will see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. And as always, please take a snapshot of this podcast, tag me on Instagram. I would love to share you and your work as well. This is Elena Lipson. I'll see you next time. Take care.
0: Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success. Pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.